0: Hello there and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast with your hosts Jamie and Mark. I pointed at him like you can see.
1: I know, right? (laughs) I think we do a lot. It's really difficult to get, I mean, we're, what, 23 episodes in? Something like that. Nobody's counting. Um, But it's really difficult to kind of get into that mindset of nobody's looking at you when you're talking. (laughs) Uh, So we do hand movements and gestures and... Like head nods to towards each other and we realize, oh yeah, we you can't hear my head shake.
2: You can't see me.
1: Jamie has like looked at me and like shaken her head over me asking her a question. It's like you can't do that. (laughs) Not here. You you don't have enough rocks in your head to rattle around with it when you do shake it, so
2: yeah. Oh, okay.
1: What? That means you got brain in there.
2: Oh,
0: okay. See? That one went right over. God damn. How many rocks? Not enough rocks. All right, so we're not here to talk about rocks. We're here to talk about the promotion The Rock used to work for. I was
1: going to say WWE. Depends depends (laughs) on what era we're talking about.
0: Yeah. We're talking about WWE. And right now, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Let's
1: talk about Raw. Let's talk about SmackDown. Oh, I know. That's Friday. Who what, who what who used to sing that?
2: Let's Toby Keith. About you. I want to talk, talk about me. me. Want oh, to right. I, I talk about I. Want to
0: talk about number one. Oh no, on my, me, oh, my, me, 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 <laughs> me, me, Bye. me, me, me.
1: Kevin Owens <laughs> opens up WWE Raw and comes down and cuts a promo talking about the speaking Braun about Bruce. me, 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 me. KO show. Yeah. KO show. Who is the was revealed last? I think SmackDown, uh, to be the fifth member of the Men's War Games faction that would be going against. Roman Reigns and the Blood Club. Yep. Um. We'll go. We'll out, go with that. He came out and just basically said, you know, how fitting that I would join up with the Brawling Brutes and Drew McIntyre, who yep. were all out very tough individuals, fighty, fighty, McFight face, and uh, of course, Brawling
2: Brutes came out. Drew McIntyre came out, and lo and behold, the Judgment Day came out. Who wasn't who they called out?
1: <laughs> and he did.
2: He did say though that. He was not concerned
0: about Sammy being on the other side. Sammy's right. doing his own thing, and that's cool. But that he was definitely going after Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, yeah. That you know, him and Sammy are practically best friends. And even though he hasn't really, you know, seen eye to eye with him, he's in, if he gets in his way, you know, he'll he'll find out. You know that that meme that dude and fuck around, and the other side's find out. The more you fuck around, the more you find exactly. out. Exactly what he said. He's like, I'm not going for Sammy, but I'm going for Roman. But Sammy, if you get in my way. I'm going to, I'm going to roll you over like a boulder and shit on you. Right. You know, which is understandable. (laughs) I mean, it's a business. You're trying to win championships. You're trying to like advance, you know, if, if Jade cough got in my way of what my job was, I'd kick him in the nuts. You know, it is what it is. Part of the work. It's
2: a business. Absolutely.
1: Um, but yeah, they, the, uh, you know, they, they cut a little promo on how good they're going to be, you know, beat the bloodline and the judgment day came out. And the reason I keep like kind of bringing that up is. I don't know why. Like, the Judgment Day came out to, like, kind of talk about Kevin Owens and the Brawling Brutes. And then uh, Finn Balor just challenged AJ Styles to a match. On Saturday? Yeah. But why did he... Why did I thought he that walk? was
2: already established.
1: Regardless, like he just interrupted the like, Brawling Brutes and, and Kevin Owens just to... Just to say, I accept your match or I challenge you, whatever it is. Like you just out of left field. I didn't really it, it's it felt like, like it was the just whole interjected into the into the little what was going on the Yeah, the present. I didn't like it.
0: They've been doing that a lot with Seth Rollins, where Seth Rollins comes out and then basically the judgment day ends up doing something and he just <laughs> yeah, kinda least, walks out and it's just like, Why why did we do that here?
1: At least the judgment day comes I I know you're talking about like when uh they came out and then the O C came out. Uh huh. But at least it was, you know, Relatable to what was happening that evening.
2: Yeah, this felt this just the for the no reason. Brutes,
1: Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens talking about the match they're going to have with the Bloodline at SummerSlam, and then Judgment Day comes out so that Finn Balor can talk about the challenge of him and AJ Styles. Right, and then it they can just, fight
0: the brawling brutes.
1: It, yeah, it was like taking two storylines and forcing them to cross over. Like what right. made them come out to interrupt them just so they could talk about it, and then all of a sudden they're like, okay, I guess we'll have a match. Right, I, I just don't like how they. I know, I know a lot of people bitch about AEW storytelling and how how they have like two to three week stories. Like uh-huh. I feel like this was just forcing two storylines to mesh to create a larger story. Very much so. Then later on, the OC comes out in the same uh, the, during the match, and it's, and just it's like you know it's we weird. Doing?
0: And then the odd thing here was, I think WWE had to give like the OC a reason to come out right. because they announced that Mia Yim was no longer Mia Yim. No. She was Mee Chin.
1: Mee Chin, which was like a nickname that her mom that her Her mom,
0: mom her. called her in Korean, which means crazy. So that happened. And then the next day, she's Mia Yim again.
1: I get, yeah, somebody got on Twitter and was like, oh, nobody likes them changing her name. But we've talked about it. I don't understand why anybody had a problem with her changing her name to Mee Chin. I mean, she gets to keep the rights to her legal name. She doesn't right. have to worry about that. That means any any product or... Thing that she comes out with she doesn't have to worry about copyright infringement with wwe she can all pocket it. to her own name it's a, right it's the smartest thing you can do in wrestling right now yeah and wwe and, is
0: huge about changing people's name right. that's why a lot of people that come up from nxt get their name changed right
1: because they don't want to have to sit there and have a royalties battle with you 10 years down exactly and trying, trying to sell you know candice the t-shirts right it, it just it's going to be rough like
0: Raquel Rodriguez is one of those people that was brought up to NXT recently that ended up with a different last name. Yep, she's Ra- from NXT. She's Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez, name. and that's her real last name. So they they gutted that and switched it out, and they do that with a lot of people, right? If they've been in former promotions and then come to WWE NXT, whether it's Raw, or whatever,
2: Unless they, they put like, you in change a mask that up. Of- so
0: I don't know. I mean, it was close sounding and it made sense, but they scrapped that immediately. Yeah, and then this match was just odd. There was one point where uh, Dominic just like ran away from Sheamus, and that's yeah, when the that's OC when came, came out.
1: out. He he ran to the back, and right before he got to the gorilla position, you know, uh-huh. the OC like walked out, and they act, chased they him both
0: back. acted like they were terrified that the OC were coming out.
1: Yeah, yeah, they chased him back to the ring, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, they ended up getting the win, or I'm sorry, uh, Sheamus ended up getting the broad kick on uh, Dominic,
2: mm-hmm. and end
1: up getting the win. And then Kevin Owens hit a stunner on Finn Balor, who was talking shit in the ring. Yep. And I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what was the purpose of this. There was a lot of stuff going on. Again, it felt like they just took storylines and threw them together. This is the together. S- together and t- just tried to help. Oh, your little Finn, you got a little Finn row.
0: there. Um, it's a second week in a row where it's just like a not really a big fan of it because it does. It feels like just nonsense leading up to. I mean, what's the next pay per view? Isn't that that's WrestleMania so after that? Oh
1: no, God no, no. They have one the in between. One is, but I, I know day one was supposed to happen January first, but they ended up Nixon they nixed one. that, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what the uh, next one is, but I
0: don't... I don't know what they're doing. They're going into this pay per view with okay storylines that they've kind of threw together real quick. But I mean, I know we d- we we t- we touched on like people changing their names, and I don't want
1: to get too far away with it before I bring it up. I finally figured out what uh, scripts looks like. He looks like, because if you didn't know, uh, Reggie, who used to be in the, I think he was on Raw, used to wrestle with the 24-7 championship. He was married to Dana Brooke, Kayfabe. Um, They they re-debuted him as Scripps. He reminds me of a Scooby-Doo B-Rate movie villain. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Like, he looks like the jester from the the fair that they're investigating why the the fair is shut down or whatever garbage the scooby-doo squad
0: what was that whole like wasn't it like willow that jeff hardy did yes that's what that reminds me of more i think about it oh my god
1: yeah i could see that looking like a tree yeah yeah Uh, i mean the flip the
0: flips were good like i watched some of the like the match back in nxt and it was interesting and then he had like this like move in between where he would like do a crazy flip move and then he would like write his name or something in script. Well, he's a former Cirque du Soleil, uh, performer. Yeah. It really shows. But it's I, sad that like they didn't do anything with him like that. At least that I know of in he, WWE. I know he
1: performed a little bit with like his, his super flippy moves, mm-hmm. um, but he wasn't like a real prominent guy on, on uh, raw or SmackDown. Right. I also found out, and I mean, this is, this is the internet. So take it with a grain of salt. There used to be, or there was a uh, a WWE stalker that was used to go to the performance center. Um, got arrested. Ended up getting shot in the stomach by the police because he was being so ridiculous. Um, but apparently, this character scripts is supposed to be loosely based on that guy.
0: Oh, because he's the one that's been like calling in and
1: right, right. And this guy used to do that. He'd call in. He' there's video of him standing <laughs> at the uh, the front doors of the performance center, and I mean. Guy's definitely not there's something not right with the with, with the guy that, that was the legitimate stalker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's been in court and all this other stuff. Uh so hopefully he finds whatever help he needs, obviously, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody oh, sure,
2: sure.
0: with
1: that any types of issues like Just that. Just interesting but,
0: that they would even play on that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Especially WWE who's somebody that kinda keeps matters like that a little bit behind closed doors. Yeah. Um I mean
0: if you're interesting
1: A podcast about wrestling that aren't official podcasts of of wrestling, you know, yeah, you're more than likely an individual that kind of looks behind the fourth wall. So,
2: uh huh,
1: to not even, I've never even heard about this, and I think it happened in 2018, 2019, but it was recent, it was like really recent.
0: Oh, wow, that's really weird.
1: And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. They even got video of the, uh, when he was arrested, he got, he chased at an officer, and the officer tried, he's yelled, 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 and finally had to draw his weapon. And, and
2: wow, shot unfortunate,
1: unfortunate. He survived, obviously, but enough about that. But it's just really weird. He just They based that off a character. Yeah. Or into a character. It
0: reminds me of the Domino's guy. Whatever his mascot is. Yeah. You ever hear the story behind that? I don't know if it's real. I watched like some like. I have. I I, I don't know. I was, documentary. It's oh, well, it's like it was apparently loosely based off of like one of their employees that went like bat, bat shit. shit and shot a
1: bunch of people. It, it?
0: Something like that. I don't know a if he shot think, a bunch of people. A but A lot of
1: people think that that's also a basis for uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, shooting, yeah. Hmm. But we are getting on a whole, different, a whole different. That's a whole different podcast. I'm I mean, you, I could talk
0: right more now, about conspiracies right podcast. now than this RAW. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Just wasn't ooh, a fan. I'm sorry. I don't know. I I think maybe it, no, it could agree. be because we had such high expectations with Triple H being back and in charge, and then it's just like uh, you know, it's okay. This is AEW has uh, just been so good, and if you're um, not into AEW, I mean. Yeah. Eh, Sorry. but The
1: honeymoon period of Triple H taking over is done. Oh, it's done for sure. It for is, sure. It is. I'm not sure what direction they're going. It felt like they were going in a really great direction, trying to right the ship of everything that Vince McMahon is kind of gone against. And I don't know. if And maybe... he's done
2: a lot.
0: And a lot of things I think are oh, of course, a lot better. I'm not
1: shitting on the man's abilities to put the show together. Right. He's putting together a show that definitely sells. And I think that's what a lot of people don't remember or don't think of when they're criticizing wrestling. Is you've got to remember that you have TV producer producers and stockholders and sh- and you know big hoity-toity white-haired businessmen. Sure, TV that stations are relying and... on not just you and I to pay attention to a product and then talk about it, whether they do a podcast or buy a T-shirt or whatever. They're trying to get you to come back every single week. They're trying to give you. They're basically you know spoon feeding anybody that will bite that will also buy merch. Sure. Like, if it's going to be on TV, you're not going to get the indie wrestling product. You're not going to get... The AEW is the closest thing you're going to get to that pure wrestling niche product. Like, that's WWE and AEW are products to be sold to
0: individuals.
2: And they're different products, you know? You know, and... uh, Yeah. I don't know. But Raw, I mean, it was okay. The These next are. part was just odd. Oh, Johnny Gargano and yeah. he was like
0: he was talking to Kathy Kelly, and Which, by the way, Kathy Kelly, they making the rounds.
1: Love, they must love her on on Raw and SmackDown. Oh man, using her left, right, and center I mean,
0: making the rounds good for sure. For um, so she's in the back, and Johnny Gargano talks about how he's going to get a rematch against the Miz yep. because Miz cheated and he used the turnbuckle against him. So. The Miz comes out and he says that he can't wrestle because he was doing a TikTok and chopped through a cactus.
1: Supposedly, he was doing a TikTok, <laughs> which obviously Johnny Gargano would know nothing about because he's not a big enough star. Uh, and clearly, he was, I guess, you know, doing one of those stupid ass TikTok dances and I guess went to move his hand in an abrupt fashion from one direction to another and ended up. Chopping through because he's such a strong man. Of course, Chopped through a cactus and had cut his hand, and he said, "Now you know, his wounds will heal, but he won't be able to wrestle this week." So he picked a suitable opponent for Johnny Wrestling to go up against. Him.
2: And mind you, Johnny Wrestling lost his theme song, so we already took one blow. They Did like they remixed remix Rebel it. Girl? uh, rebel heart rebel heart rebel girl that was weird and then he has to face omos yeah and it was exactly what you were hoping it wasn't it was awful it made johnny gargano look horrible it really did i mean for a little bit he had the upper
1: hand on Omos, but i mean he got him down on the ground kicked him a couple times like Kind of made you think like, oh, Christ, he's got an actual chance. And then almost just destroyed this poor man. Mm-hmm. He slammed him. I yep. mean, he I mean, everything he could. To, and I mean, Johnny Gargano is not a tall or big individual. No. And almost is what? Seven something. Uh-huh. I mean, he he. I'm looking at a picture right now. And Johnny Gargano is getting his his nose would like go into almost his bell butt- belly button. <laughs> like, that's how tall his, my daughter is like, you know. She was taller than he is by, like, scale. Right. That's insane. Like, they absolutely, like, there's yeah, no Yeah, it's way. like you
0: fighting our seven-year-old.
1: Yeah, there's no way that, <laughs> I don't know, our seven-year-old's pretty tough. Yeah, um, but almost 7 But there was no way that he was going to win this match, and it just made him look
0: terrible. But it was unfortunate. It could have been a good opportunity to be like, wow, Johnny Gargano beat Omas.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Omas is, you know, coming off that loss against Braun Strowman again and Suck the wind right out of him like he comes out and he's like All right, he's a it big did. dude but this is the only match where you're like oh he's definitely winning this one
0: absolutely and he did and he did and yeah. miz was just laughing on the outside the whole time and it was just like i don't know i i personally when i watch something that's like super embarrassing that involves somebody else yeah it just makes you like not want to watch it because you feel like super uncomfortable and like oh, yeah. embarrassed oh, yeah. and like that's how i felt here miz is laughing they're just like making fun of johnny gargano and i'm like this is just sad
1: well, hopefully this kind of develops into something a little bit better for maybe War Games, SummerSlam, or maybe even beyond that.
0: I don't know. But we did get a big announcement next that Austin Theory would be taking on Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins uh, for War the... War Games,
1: SummerSlam War Games?
0: Yeah, for the uh, United States Championship.
1: I believe this is a great opportunity to really like put a good, not that I want to call it a mid-card title match
2: cuz it's definitely not this no, is I great just, this
1: honestly, I'm
0: excited about
1: honest to god just a term but it what WWE is doing this right though they know that they don't want to move the tag or the uh world title off of anybody in the bloodline right they know they don't want to move that off them so they are taking the opportunity of okay if those are are if those are locked in those aren't going anywhere we'll put whatever matches together for that they're not going anywhere now we can focus on the United States title and the Intercontinental title, and they're doing that great with uh, the title ter- or the uh, Intercontinental title tournament. And then now they're putting the United States title in a pay per view, and like a really, I, I'm, I'm really excited about this.
0: I am too. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then what they ended up doing was they had an interview via satellite with Corey Graves and Uh, Seth Rollins and Seth actually said that it was his idea to have this match.
1: Well, of course he's going to take credit for it. (laughs) Of course, he's a revolutionary. He did say, "I'm like the
0: Goonies. I never say die."
1: Oh my god, this is this is going to get interesting over the next next couple of years when people, our generation, you know, start seeing the references of wrestlers and that from our generation right Ah, the goonies and our kids are gonna be like what the fuck is a (laughs) goonie see
0: i took my kid to see the goonies so
1: i've never seen the
0: goonies you've never seen it no
1: we've been oh my god yeah we took
0: i took our daughter we have this like local theater which is really cool in this like small town we live in and i took her to see it you definitely should watch that
1: well you know we've we've tried this theory because i also have never seen um the vampire one lost boys
2: that one didn't go over and then, well
1: and then we watched it and you're like yeah wasn't that great and i went yeah it, it's a movie
0: i guess it was like a 30 year old male
1: yeah it maybe
0: that, it young. didn't like ride as hard as like a 10 year old little girl and you're like whoa
1: yeah i didn't really have aspirations to be a vampire wow
0: i mean i didn't either until i saw that
1: I wanted to be less. I wanted to be a vampire more after I saw what we do in the shadows than it was the law. Uh,
0: completely understandable, actually. I'm going to agree with you on that I one. That,
1: I want that garden. <laughs> the <laughs> Volva garden. The <laughs> Vulva garden. We, oh, my God.
0: So Seth said something very controversial, which is fun. He said, uh, why don't you pick up your cell phone, call Cody Rhodes and ask him how his rehab is going?
1: Dustin Rhodes did not take... He did
0: not like that at all. Send him the
1: most <laughs> ultimate diss in all of 2022. What's that, the middle finger? The middle finger? finger emoji. He said, hey, at Seth, Seth Rollins, and then it was just the middle finger. Wow. Damn, Dustin. You get him. Dustin fucking Runnels. <laughs> Good to see. He's he's. Uh, apparently going in for surgery. I don't know what for. Oh, it stinks. It's wrestling related, I'm sure. So. Sure. Sure.
2: Um, mm, mm.
1: this next match is interesting <sighs> Mustafa been using ali interesting versus a lot, but it could Austin be theory: related as boring. Uh,
0: okay, hear me out. like you said, there's a lot of factors in here, and this isn't necessarily my job to to write these matches and things like this, but are they just mad at Mustafa ali?
1: It, you know it's is like, it
0: because he makes the jokes on Twitter and stuff like I think it's, it's what is it?
1: I, I think um Vince McMahon, when he heard about Ali talking trash about his contract and wanting out. I'm sure uh, Vinnie Vinny Mack went, Well, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. We're just not gonna put him on TV. We'll just have him sit at home and become irrelevant. Well now Triple H is in uh, charge, like Triple H is like, hey, you're still an asshole. You're gonna get buried every week. You're
0: relevant, but guess what? Guess why unless,
1: <laughs> yeah, unless they're trying to build him up much like they did to Theory. Which to be honest with you, if we're talking about the buildup with Theory, I mean, they did get us pretty good there. Like they really, pull, it felt like they pulled the rug out from underneath Theory, and now this build up they're starting to give to him to where he's a more it's aggressive guy. He said he's, he's not the same guy anymore. Right? I feel like it is a transition kid. into a more experienced wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's been on, he's been on Raw, SmackDown, you know, whatever he's been on for quite a little bit. You just know, too bad it had to be Mustafa
0: Ali anymore. that had to get squashed here.
1: Yeah, Mustafa Ali's just been getting the, the rough end of the stick. He's been going out with. You know, broken ribs or whatever he's got going, and then mm-hmm. just this entire match, he just got thrown around. It was bad. It made it didn't really even make Theory look good either, because the only way he's going to get a win is by going up against an injured, an Ali, injured person, right? You know? And it just it didn't make either man look good. No, so I'm not really too sure what they're doing here, but you know, this they, was just a
0: setup because afterwards, uh, Lashley was on the Titan yeah, and he said he was coming out for Theory, so it was just a Directly setup for this. the win.
1: He he pins Ali. And then, like as his music, like halfway through, it cuts. And have you noticed everybody in wrestling is cut the music? Like AEW is huge with it. Uh, WWEs getting cut that way. my music, cut my music, cut the music, cut your music. Like uh-huh. it's just been it's such been a rampant. heel thing. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> um,
0: Theory hit TV. Lashley with a steel chair, uh, and he chases Theory backstage. Theory takes off. Bobby Lashley comes around the corner, sees Mustafa Ali, and I think Theory kind of pushed Mustafa Ali off in it. Yeah, if Theory picked
1: up, uh, his, they uh, like, a kind way. of started scrapping for a minute, and then Lashley came in, and Ali took the advantage and threw Ali into Lashley.
0: Yeah, and Theory took the advantage. Yeah. And then he just took off, and then it was just Lashley attacking Ali. Oh, yeah. And then Again, he, why? Beat the living live in hell out of the poor why? guy backstage. Like, beat him while he's fucking down here.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was bad. Mustafa
0: Ali didn't even make it to the back. He was it's just chilling like, on a chair. Like. It's like, the
1: third time this month he's had his ass whooped by Lashley. Like he, Strange. when he went to challenge Seth Rollins last week, uh huh. He got smashed in the face by, uh, Lashley. Uh huh. Lashley went out and ruined the whole match and ended up causing Seth Rollins to, or no, that was when, uh, Bobby Lash... or, uh, Austin Theory cashed in. Uh huh. It's been just a terrible night for every single guy. Even Bobby Lashley's not looking too great. No. But they'll have a 3 match, and I mean, I'm I'm kind of excited for yeah, it. Yeah. As I, much as I've just sat there and said all of this has sucked.
0: The the leading up to it, but you know, the actual one on uh, like physicality of the three of them being in the ring at the same I, time yeah, is going to be really the fun. From all of the different ma- styles, the matches
1: have been really good between everybody. Like you got to give them that good, bad, or indifferent for the storyline. Mm-hmm. They, they've been impressive matches.
0: Well. By far the most impressive match of the night was Alpha Academy with Elias and Riddle. Oh yeah,
1: this this match, it, it, Elias it and Riddle show.
0: Yeah, it was it, that thing is you know whatever they're kind of doing a little storyline with them. Yep. But they didn't play off the storyline. They just played off them being a tag team here, and it was really, really, really good. It really
1: was. Like the match was a solid match. Of course, Alpha Academy is phenomenal. No?
0: They are, it, but there was just like no gimmicks played on this one. It was nope. just pure for, sports for entertainment.
1: Throwing each other around. And yep. Elias and Riddle I, I can't they look great, they together. great together, yeah. It was they, their chemistry was real good. They didn't have a lot of like tag team moves together, but they they flowed really well. Right. Their styles complemented each other very well.
0: I feel like um, Riddle was kind of being thrown around for a while to figure out what he needed to do or yep. just to kind of spice things up. And now all of a sudden he kinda of has a spot
1: right. with Elias and it's right. just
0: really solid tag team match. I don't know where they're going with it, but I like it. I like it too. Yep. Anything lately with the Alpha Academy has been great, because now uh, Otis is actually picking up wins. Yeah. So it's not just Chad Gable, and then, oh yeah, Otis is throwing up hot dogs after the Fourth of July fest that we had.
1: <laughs> well, unfortunately, this one, they Otis and Chad Gable did not get the win. They uh, did not. Riddle ended up pinning uh, Chad in the middle of the ring. One, two, three, they got the win. And again, Bro. They, they celebrated in the <laughs> ring together, and they seemed very happy with themselves. So... Congrats to them. Yep. Maybe we're seeing a budding tag team. I mean, look at Mankind and The Rock. There you Rock go. Saw Connection. Nobody it's not always thought. the
0: obvious, you know, person that works out the best.
1: Right. But this one works. Uh, after this, we had a uh, promo in the back between JBL and uh, Baron Corbin. Again, they're back there smoking their cigars, playing their poker. Playing poker, yep. Um. But Drew McIntyre shows up. Baron ends up telling him, we've got a match tonight, which I thought he said next week. I don't know what I'm thinking. And, uh, Drew yeah, Drew said something
0: about you want to come out and we can fight.
1: And then smack the hell out of him. Right. Okay. Uh, they had a match up next. And I mean,
2: it was a good match. <laughs> there was at one point Drew slapped the
0: absolute shit out of Baron Cor- Corbin. And then later, Baron like opened up his t shirt and I think he checked to see if his nipples were still there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> it
0: was
2: a pretty good match though. <laughs> Drew's
1: got big, like, like catcher mint hands. Yeah.
0: Just <laughs> football hands. Ooh,
1: look, that feels like it, I mean, it, feels like it hurts. Feels yeah. like it hurts. It looks like it hurts. It
0: was pretty bad. So I, I hope uh, Baron was able to retain his nipples.
1: Uh, Yeah. But he did get beat by Drew. He
0: Drew did. ended t-
1: up getting the win uh, after.
0: Tazawa got the distraction. Yep. T- no t- longer Ninja Tazawa. Yeah, We're back to blonde haired.
1: Yep. Dropped the black. Uh, fun Tazawa. He's got red and white trunks with bleach blonde short hair. Yep uh and acting an absolute fool which i <laughs> loved it
0: he stole jbl's hat and then ran back through the crowd
1: yeah well he like jumped on jbl it was funny and stole his hat it was good
0: it was a good way to just make this match a little bit more interesting but it's,
1: it's good to see Tazawa back because he's a really good wrestler again
0: just another 24 7 dude yep. they're just like ah you're married to uh to me and nobody mina is he really no, he was in the storyline oh, with the
1: 24-7. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah.
0: I don't know if his Twitter picture still is, but it was the picture of him and Tamina getting married. Oh, that's awesome. Just so good. I thought that was hilarious, but that's also not my wrestling career. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go down as <laughs> the person that just fights for the 20, 24-7 championship. I would. Yeah. WWE. If you need
1: WWE, just a random
0: guy that yep. makes like, I don't know hundred k I'm cute, um, you can beat up my husband,
1: yeah, I'm just make my, sure
0: you give us like the Jade Cargill special that you're gonna like take the blood, whole yeah. family, you're gonna you take the whole family,
2: we'll all travel, mm-hmm. we're all about it, yeah, we'll get a bus, you know, you can do the whole Luther thing, <laughs> it's fine,
1: just shriek and yell, I think I feel I'm I, top top I, I feel like I would be better as uh Penico, though,
0: well, that's what I meant, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would yeah. be. You
1: can be be Luther. Okay.
0: (laughs) So this did end up setting up the SmackDown match between the Usos and Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. The winner of this will get the numbers advantage in the War Games match.
1: I'm glad you had that written down because I apparently didn't have that written down. I'm a very good note. Other than knowing that match was happening uh, Friday, I had no idea that it happened.
0: Okay. So that is why that is happening. There you go. Not only am I informing you, the people, I'm informing my husband.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you guys have realized, this. I <laughs> guess at like 85% of wrestling and Jamie just steers the ship she, we were talking about hand signals. She like just throws up middle fingers and like the glares and I'm like, nope, I'm saying something wrong. Oh, it was the r- 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 Roman reigns.
0: Yes. I, and also, then I, go,
1: I go back and I post edit everything. So I sound like I know what I'm talking about.
0: You also got him with the, you know, wrap it up.
1: Yeah. She does a lot of the, the what was that Dave Chappelle? Rolls. Yeah.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> got like the button starts playing the music. Um, so everybody had been really excited and waiting for Bianca, Asuka, and Alexa to come out and announce their fifth member. They kind of set it up like that was going to be what happened here. Um, Bianca and Alexa looked at each other as Bianca announced that the fifth member wouldn't be announced till Friday, because I think they knew no everybody one, was going to oh be Oh my God, pissed. everybody was pissed. Nobody was excited about that at all. I don't no. know why they're doing that. Because also Blair's knew coming
2: back.
1: No, let me say, Is like, that what you're going I'm with? I'm going to say Becky Lynch.
0: You're going with Becky Lynch? I don't know.
1: I haven't figured out which one I'm I'm committing to.
0: Like personally, I was like they're in Boston, it's got to be Sasha, and then they're like we're and waiting till Friday. Not,
1: not yet at least. I don't know. I think it's going to be Becky Lynch because of the the confrontation between Damage Control Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch uh right after Bianca and Becky's Right. Match. I think it's going to be Becky and they've Said that her recovery has been going well. Um, it's either that or it's Charlotte Flair. I do not think Sasha Banks has it in her right now to come back.
0: Yeah, they are. Uh, Charlotte Flair has been promoting a lot on Twitter, just she? showing a lot of pictures, and she usually seems pretty quiet. So all of mm-hmm. a sudden, it seems like maybe she's just trying to build up the. Maybe speculation or the relevancy of everything. So, right. I don't know, but just like everybody else, we we're going to have to wait until Friday to find out what's going to happen. Yeah, But this just brought out another opportunity for <sighs> damage control and Rhea and Nikki, they all came out and Bailey just talked a bunch of shit. I mean, I think at this point we're a Team Bailey and Team Bianca. Of, of course. it just it, It's you know, Team Bailey and Team Bianca. They're obviously
1: the leaders of this. They're feuding and then their little lackeys are feuding. Against everybody else is just there. Yep.
0: But Rhea Ripley and Asuka were fighting for the numbers advantage, just like we were talking about the Usos and Dre, Drew and Sheamus. Which, this was way, also a numbers advantage match. They did not
1: promote this match at all for three hours. It just kept showing never,
0: like the card at the bottom of I think the match. It was
1: twice or, two or three times they ended up showing like, yeah, the, the match the mm-hmm. whole card in the corner. They never said anything about it. There was no build up for it. It was, was the main
2: event, though. It was the main Which event. Which was great.
1: I, I really felt like Raw felt like it was like, and I guess maybe this is what they're trying to go for, but it was like seven different segments on a, on different shows. Like you could have taken these segments and cut and paste in any portion, in any way on any show between SmackDown and Raw, obviously the sets, you know, says Raw and all that, but it felt like that these were literally like, okay. Let's start it here. This whole storyline goes, we end that storyline here. Nothing was cross-promoted. No. There was no like, oh, this match is coming up. Oh, this match. And this was the only match that I know that was announced for Raw. Right, yet so they never I pushed it. They never pushed it one single time. Again, being the main, main event. mention every, every once per mm-hmm. hour.
0: And it was great. I talked about the match before with Alpha Academy, Riddle, and Elias. But this match was just absolutely solid. Really good to see Rhea Ripley back. Um. I don't know. It was just really Very fun. Two
1: intense wrestlers, especially extremely the
0: division. intense, different styles, yep. but super fun to see them go head to head with each other. By far, two of the best wrestlers around right now. Not even women. Just really, really talented. So charismatic.
1: Um, I know Rhea's got uh, like piles so and piles of heat,
0: strong, too.
1: And then Asuka, like she doesn't even. I, I don't know if the Insane talking is like part of her gimmick or she doesn't really speak English very well, but whatever it whatever it is, it's it works because she comes out there and she gets the crowd hype. She does. She's She's from a different country. I know she's from a different country. I just don't know what her if that's like just her gimmick or if she can speak fluent English and she's just like playing off the crazy Japanese girl or what it is, but whatever she's doing, when she comes out, she, hype she, she just hyped it up so much uh-huh. by like doing everything that she does. She's loud. She's not, there's not a simple like talking with her. Right. It is just the most like in your face,
0: super energetic. So good. And I it seems it. like that's how she's always been. Oh yeah. You know, in her wrestling and the people that she's been in tag teams with and things like that. Just, Super intense, and mm-hmm. all of that just came I out love here. Her.
1: I love her. I wish they would do more with her.
0: This was a good start. Like, mm-hmm. it really is starting to go that way. And the whole Io Sky and Asuka and has been really fun, too. I'm looking forward to that one right. on one match happening be, down the road, too. One. But the women's division in WWE, wow.
1: Oh, they're doing great. So they're doing really intense. Good. And so, especially with good. The, the roster they have between Charlotte Flair. Uh, and, uh, Becky Lynch, who's just sitting on the sidelines, both of them obviously waiting to be brought back in for two different reasons. Uh, Becky's got the, uh, sh- separated shoulder. Right. Uh, Charlotte ended up getting married to Andrade Alidolo. Right. Where the fuck knows he's at.
0: Yep. Um. Taking a break from wrestling for a little bit. Well, talking, at least Charlotte. At least AEW. Um, uh, I talking about,
1: uh, Andrade.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's just a lot of people who aren't even there and it's still just so unbelievably good. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and also
1: uh, they tried pushing a new nickname for Rhea Ripley, the Eradicator.
2: I I love
1: that. Yeah, that's good. That's good.
2: That's really um, good.
1: But Rhea, who is very, very strong, I have a name, I have it on my... my strong? Yeah, I have it on my notes. She's very strong. I think she ended up doing, like, they rolled over and she ended up doing, like, a deadlift, deadlift German suplex that was just... It, 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 oh, my God, I thought Asuka's head was going to be imploded.
0: Uh-huh. Uh... There was not one second where I just didn't have my mouth on the floor, and I was just like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. It's hard to write notes sometimes, because you're like, wow, that was just so solid. I didn't want to look away from it. Dynamite was that this week for me. Yep. I was like, oh, God, I'm supposed to be doing something. Like, just get so sucked into the story. My God, I can't even believe the stuff we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, let's talk about what's going to be happening on SmackDown this upcoming well, forgot,
1: week. We forgot to say, uh, Rhea Ripley ended up getting the win over Asuka. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. Giving advantage at WarGames. <laughs> They did not
0: America want series. that.
1: No. They did not but want the numbers it advantage. Was, it, was, it was a DQ. Or a DQ. Mm. I'm so sorry. It was, a, it was a distraction win again. Yep. WWE loves them distraction wins.
2: Yes,
0: they do. All right. So the lineup for SmackDown this week, so far at least, is Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi taking on Ronda Rousey and, and Shayna Baszler. We have Santos Escobar versus Butch for the SmackDown World Cup tournament semifinals. Mouthful. Thank you. Yeah, that was a lot. It's actually the WWE SmackDown World Cup tournament semifinals. Good lord. Also within those semifinals is Ricochet versus Braun Strowman. R- Rest in peace, Ricochet. Right. And uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus will be taking on the Usos for the entry advantage at WarGames. Much
1: like Rhea Ripley and correct. Asco Except
0: we're did. getting a tag team match this time.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, they definitely have teams that are more focused on both of them having a tag team or a, a faction. Sure. I feel like the women's is... Uh, I
0: mean, they could have done that, but we've already seen it 154 times. Right,
1: right. Uh, we also have the only confirmed matches we have so far for SummerSlam War Games. Uh, we have the Men's War Games, which is going to be the Bloodline, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, the Usos, and the Honorary Us, Sami Zayn, will be taking on the Brawling Brutes. Sammy Uso. Sami Uso. Sami Uso. We'll be taking on the brawling Bruce, <laughs> uh, which consists of Sheamus, Butch—I almost said Butch Cassidy, Butch and Ridge Holland, as well as Drew McIntyre and our favorite Canadian Kevin Owens. Yes. Uh, we also have the women's war game match, which is going to find damage control of Eosky and Dakota Kai with Bailey, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki cross i'm having a hard time remembering all these names. you
2: are doing fantastic and we also
1: going up against the team of bianca blair alexa bliss Asuka, as well as mia yim minchin who knows yeah. as well as a fifth unannounced individual which yes we've heard
0: and if you have today, your suspicions because we won't hear it until uh tomorrow night we'll be posting this tomorrow morning Sorry. friday
1: so, you hear it tonight.
0: Yeah. If you hear this and you have your suspicions as to who the fifth member know is, it is, love to know what you think at uh, CAW Wrestling you Pod think? on Twitter.
1: You never, you, you never said what you were. Saying. I
0: did say I thought maybe it was going to be Sasha Banks because it was right. Boston. That's right. That's right. I don't know if that's a good idea, but I feel like bringing them in together is kind of like really weird. Right. Unless you want to just hit the nail on the head. Like, let me tell you about what time.
1: I know, right. It's <laughs> Boston.
0: We didn't even go around it.
1: Uh, we also have Ronda Rousey will be taking on Shotzi for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Correct. Uh and then we also have Rollins versus Theory versus Lashley for the United States Championship. Awesome. And if I heard right, I might have, I might not, I'm only human. Uh we also have Finn Bálor taking on AJ Styles. That is correct. Uh, I didn't see that on the page that I looked at, so I wanted to make sure.
0: I think maybe you had stepped away, but they had said it previously that they had said that the week before.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So
0: maybe it was more of like a real passing we're fighting on Saturday, and you didn't really catch it, kind of thing. Understandable, but yes, was already announced. So Great. that's what we got so far.
1: That'll do it for WWE for this for at least RAW. We got SmackDown by the time you hear this. It'll be tonight, but we also have
2: AEW Dynamite, and we started off the night with Lord William Regal
1: coming out to address the crowd. I guess about uh, Mister Maxwell Jacob Friedman, yeah. your new AEW World Champion.
2: Yeah. He had some splaining to do.
1: But he was not gonna do any splaining because he said nobody wants to do anything in this pissant town. AEW shit all over Chicago.
0: Chicago kind of shit on themselves in a little bit, but Yeah.
1: That's another another conversation.
0: They did. Jade Cargill definitely shit hard on Chicago, but uh long story short, MJF was not there, but will be there next Wednesday on Dynamite. Mm Mm-hmm. Um at one point, William Regal even asked, where Actually, are we?
1: I might have to make a correction. It's Friday. He will be doing.
2: Oh, okay. You got me there. But he did stop at one point and he said, "Uh, where are we? Regal, like trying to insinuate, like he didn't know
0: where they were.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Acting like, yeah, it's, I mean, they really classic were.
0: heel. I know.
1: But regardless, they were really throwing shade towards Chicago. Like, yeah, they really were like this place. shuck your shit is shit.
2: So, uh, Boxley ended up coming out though. He didn't start yeah. his vacation yet.
1: He was very upset, and huh? he was livid.
0: I mean, do you blame him? After all he's been through with William Regal.
1: Oh yeah, with Blackpool and everything else. Quite the but double
0: cross. Well, so he was gonna, he was gonna fuck him
1: up. He was gonna be the shit. Out and, uh, of him. And
0: Brian Danielson slid in with a beanie. I didn't even recognize him at first. He slid in, and he was like, "Hey, hey, this guy's he old and frail. Like you can't."
1: Which He's shoot? got two
0: brain bleeds. Like yeah, you can't be you... beating this guy I like, up.
1: I feel like there's going to be a double cross with Daniel.
0: I was just the whole time I was watching Brian. I was like, When's oh, yeah, he going to hit? waiting him? for it. When's he going to hit him? I
1: was waiting for it. And uh, his loyalties are definitely within with Regal.
0: one hundred. Pro Wrestling Tees actually put out a brand new jersey for Claudio. To oh really? BCC one and everything. It was like right after all this, and everybody I, I was like, think... "Is BCC a thing anymore?"
1: I don't think BCC is going anywhere. But I definitely think William Regal's not a part of it anymore.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of the direction that it's going. But, wow. What a way to start off the
2: night, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Next, you had the uh, infamous Purple Hat, uh, Jake Hager, mm-hmm. and Orange Cassidy
0: for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship.
1: Orange Cassidy defending that thing like every time they have a TV show. It's, I that's great. But that's it, what
0: the TNT title used to be.
1: Yeah, but it's just like every week they're they're defending it over something else and I don't know.
0: It's kind I'm, of giving an opportunity. It, I like it because it's giving an opportunity just for like random people like Jake, Jake Hager, Hager who hasn't to get wrestled a match. Since
1: who knows when?
0: All he's done is gotten that purple hat. I think the last time he wrestled
1: was the uh, was uh war games or when he wrestled Wardlow. Uh
0: huh. Other
1: than that, I can't think of when
0: not a whole lot that. except for when the JAS go up against mm-hmm. whatever faction. But Hager had him at the beginning. He really had a good good grip on him. Oh yeah, I mean everybody does with Orange Cassidy. But once Jake's hat came off, that was it. That was his demise. I think the magic lays within it. Oh,
1: well, apparently not, because he got that hat knocked off and then got rolled up for the pin. That's what I mean. I
2: think the the luck was in the hat.
1: But he had he he had to get up. If he didn't have that hat, he wouldn't have lost though. If the hat got knocked off of him, he went to get it. And orange Cassidy took the opportunity and he hit him with the orange punch. He did. Punch he did. He got distracted. That's he what w- I
0: mean. He wanted the hat on more than he wanted to get the one, two, three. Which is not a good
1: thing to to do in wrestling. Like you're trying to get wins, not hats. Right. Merchandise is merchandise. You're supposed
0: to sell hats, not get hats. I mean, that was a cheap purple bucket hat, too. No,
1: I don't know if it was cheap. Chris Jericho bought that bucket hat. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's even gonna bat an eye at that. Jake Hager is wearing, uh. Daniel Garcia's gift. Yeah, his his hand me downs. Also, what's
0: going on with Daniel Garcia? I don't know, I haven't seen him on TV in a hot. Night. He was there, was he? I didn't even notice him. That's exactly my point. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, they do. You know,
1: Tony Khan's always teasing that ROH uh, weekly TV show. Maybe they're just saving him in reserve for ROH. I don't know. I don't know. I do don't know. With him.
2: But Orange Cassidy got the orange punch. Yeah,
1: and got the, the win. win. Uh, Shortly after, QT Marshall and the factory came out.
0: Because they've been on everything lately, but
1: I enjoy it. They they went to confront the best friends, and (laughs) QT Marshall had Seamus syndrome and his mic cut out. And I thought it was... That had to be purposeful. I thought it was something where, like, really, guys, we're going to mess up another mic, and Uh then the lights
0: went out. And I was like, oh, Danhausen! like, this makes sense. Yeah, last
1: week... Danhausen came out in a more evil fashion and kind of beat the living hell. I thought this was a good chance
0: because he has like this uh, rivalry with QT Marshall, son Marshall, because he gave him the um, the tombstone on Mm -hmm. the steel steps. So that's kind of like what changed Danhausen. So I was thinking it was totally that, and then I saw Julia Hart and I shit. Oh yeah, House of Black was back with a new theme song by Dead Body. Yep. Which if you is if
1: you don't listen to Dead Body, go on Spotify and search Dead Body. They are really good.
0: We just picked up their album.
1: We just, yeah, on vinyl.
0: Yeah, perfectly well done. And then there we you just go. Pick
1: it up on vinyl. I know. Sorry. I feel like I feel like a snob every time I say <laughs> that, but I really just enjoy the round discs.
0: And it's cool to see everything so blown up and be able to read yeah, everything. The, album art gets be, the gets pictures really were big. dope. It was really um, cool. But
1: another uh, another Colin special.
0: Yep. Another Colin Young special. Yep, Thank you, The Young Brothers. And then the. Uh, Lights turned back on and there was Brody King, Malachi Black, and Buddy Murphy. Who... You almost said
1: Buddy Holly, didn't you? No. I no. almost said Buddy Holly twice
0: uh, about him. I had to make sure that was his correct name over in AEW because you know they do that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. see, no, it's Buddy Matthews. See, I did say the it's wrong it's name. It's Buddy Murphy. No, it's Buddy Matthews. He was Murphy in WWE when he was mm, tag team right. with that's right. Seth see, Rollins. That's why
1: there's two people here, see? Another see, reason. I
0: did it. This just gets confusing, but yeah. Buddy Matthews, right? Malachi Black, Brody,
1: motherfucking King,
0: and Brody, motherfucking King were there. Brody looked good. Oh yeah, dapper and handsome, very and nice. I that
1: gnarly—I can't remember what it is. Not—I think it's Death. No, it wasn't Death Valley Driver. It was nasty. It was nasty. It was they a wrecked pile everybody of sorts, and
0: ah, uh, it was the Dante's Inferno. That's right. Thank you, Dante. Onto Inferno. the ramp, and it was just nah.
2: Spine so House tingling. House Black
1: is back. I am. He, uh, Malachi asked for all of the House of Black members to rise. I stood up yep. in my underwear next to my bed. <laughs> I 100% surrender myself to the House of Black. 100%. Take me.
0: Love it. Totally into take it. Me, take me. And. Big meaty men. What better way to follow this up than the Eliminator Tournament finale mm-hmm. with Ricky Starks and Ethan Page? Two just money talents here.
1: This went exactly how you said it was gonna go. Oh,
0: I really did call this, I'm and I'm so happy. Now Ricky came out very heavily bandaged. And yeah. I think you know, you you had to give him this underdog sense because Ethan just wrecked him. I mean, there was a really good spear that Ricky hit. Uh, he was going for a tope suicide on Stokely. Ethan Page like pulled him out of the way stokely ended up getting ejected from it but from there Paige just absolutely wrecked him he hit this huge avalanche suplex ricky was hurting really bad well ricky came out all
1: bandaged up he's very badly yeah two matches last week one uh, one after the other day after day between first one was lance archer who was a big dude Yeah, and got beat up by him injured him the week or two weeks prior yeah then wrestled him, started out in the back, got the living shit kicked out of him before he beat him with loafers on, which I know that we did not bring up last week last week. He beat oh, he was Lance wearing the Archer loafers with black loafers on. And then the next day had to fight Brian Cage, former tag team partner. Yep. At and the pre show. Literally looks like something that Ricky would wear in Fallout as a power armor. They
0: tore the house oh my down God. on that pre show. Got the shit kicked out and of him. And then got what, the three days later? Had this later. match? Yep. And yep. There was one real quick before we end this. There was one unfucking believable spot by Ethan Page. Ricky Starks was in the corner, and Ethan Page like rocked him right in the mouth.
2: Yep. And there was a lot
0: of stiff heads. Phew, yeah, these two did not hold back. But Ricky Starks ended up falling in the corner, and Ethan picked him up off the ground and then power slammed him. Oh yeah. In one like solid move, Ethan really Page has been looking. So good. And unfortunately, not for me or Ricky, Ricky Starks did end up picking up the win, but it just sold how well Ethan take... Page just absolutely annihilates these matches. Oh, yeah. How He's strong great. he is, his character, his persona. He's an all-around huge talent. So glad he moved to the United States and is more of a full-time opportunity now. Holy
1: oh, yeah. shit. I, it took three spears for, him to put, for Ricky to put him down.
0: It was unbelievable.
1: I got chills. Like It was so good. A couple minutes later, hit two consecutive, got the pin, and Ricky Starks will be taking on MJF during Winter's Coming. I don't know the exact date. December 14th. That's why you're here. I love you. (laughs) Uh, December 14th, he will have a shot at the AEW World title.
0: Against MJF.
1: F. I'm stoked for it. Do what? I think he's gonna win? Not a chance. No, all.
0: but this is just a push, <laughs> a push, and this is cool because now we got and Ethan's been around for a little bit, but we've got Ricky Starks, we've got MJF. These yep. guys have been around for a while.
1: So we had Jade Cargill, uh, apparently was beefing with Bow Wow, little Bow Wow. Yeah, I don't
2: know. If no, it's little Bow Wow. Is it
1: Bow Wow? He's a grown ass uh, man now. Showed up at a meet and greet of his in Miami. Yep. And there was a confrontation. I don't know what they're doing with this. I find I really don't know what they're doing with this. Why are they having the women's TBS champion shooting with a pop star?
2: Um, well, as far as I know, he's been actually like
0: training wrestling wise. Wonderful. So Does maybe he get a fighter? I don't know. At least we would get a man versus a woman finally.
1: I just don't but know two green
0: stars—that'd be weird.
1: I just don't know what we're doing with this.
0: Are we supposed to be excited about Bow Wow?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> that's what I'm not understanding. Like, I didn't—honest to God—and no disrespect—I didn't realize he was a relevant celebrity.
0: Yeah, still, I honestly you didn't know? realize he was still making music either. Like, I mean, I good for him. Music,
1: but I didn't think he was like, why? I, I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't know. But it was like, oh wow, we have backstage content. And I was like, well, yeah, we clearly this was pre-recorded. Um. She got in his face. They got kicked out. Whatever, um, but eventually Jade basically talked about how she wanted to have a celebration because she finally got her TBS championship back. Yep. No help to any, you know, from anybody else but the Red baddies. Velvet, who was bad, who was back by the way, looking good. Yep, and uh, thank God she's been gone for a while. Poor, th- poor girl. Right. She's a really good wrestler, so right. that's fantastic. But, um, yeah, but,
1: unfortunately that means you got to make room. So
0: yep. So they did.
1: Kara Hogan gets the axe. Mark Sterling said,
0: uh, "You're out.
1: Not fired from AEW. Fired from the baddies. Yep. No longer n- needs her services." Which okay, I'm over the baddies thing.
0: Oh, I've been over the baddies thing, but I think I'm getting to the point where, where I'm
1: over. I'm over Jade. No, I'm o- no, I'm not, I'm not over Jade. But I think they need to do something more than big with her. The baddest bitch, apparently, but she only fights mid Carters and <laughs> you know. I mean, I'm not saying Jamie Hayter or, or, you know, Chris Statlander or Nyla Rose or Mid Carters, but I feel like, again, we've talked about it. Her, her 43 and 0, I think she's up to. Yeah. Majority of them are dark stars. And yep. you've got probably a good quarter to three quarters of solid matches to just filler matches.
0: Oh, for sure. But nobody needs to know that when they talk about her being, you know, 42, right. 43 and 0. Right. Uh, huh. Whatever. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I'd like to talk about batch number two, Death Triangle versus The Elite. And, you know, with there being potentially seven matches, which I feel like that's going to happen because they end in California, which is where the Young Bucks are from. Right. Uh, which would be weird not to go to it. But you never know. Um, how You know, I've been wondering, how are they going to make this interesting? Can't just have the same match every dynamite right and the same dynamic every, every time week. and, and wow they really did it here my notes are all over the place because again i had one of those moments where the it was just move after move after just fantastic move but so many jabs here and oh yeah let's so let's talk about it,
1: it. i loved it <laughs> absolutely love it
0: uh first of all the uh the elite come out to very mixed chance
1: again this is when the this is when the in, the intensity of the chicago crowd and the AEW marks within the Chicago crowd that know about the, the brawl out, right? And yada yada. So it started getting very warm in there,
0: absolutely. And there were a shitload of fucksy and punk chants mm-hmm. again. And Matt was just like eating it up. Oh, he's just like pretty much telling everybody to just yell it on
1: Being the Elite, their YouTube show. They have Brandon Cutler recording, you know, pretty much everything they do. Uh, Wrestling-wise, and they have you—you you see them throwing their arms up, piping up the crowd that's chanting "fuck CM Punk," and
2: they wow. actually cut like the the rest of the music
0: and the whole video just to stop at that point, And they made such a big deal about it. Yeah, and this whole entire match was just a fucking poke fun at CM Punk.
1: Matt did that's a, the only reason they got dressed tonight Matt did a yeah. mockery of the buckshot lariat that CM Punk fucked up and dropped on his ass the minute he flipped over the ropes
2: he does the classic oh yeah
1: <laughs> uh, like I said there's a lot of CM Punk or fuck CM Punk chants um, and then the cherry on top Kenny Omega I don't even remember who he hit it on I was, I was so flabbergasted hits a go to sleep
0: oh you didn't even mention that Kenny Pitt bit pock oh yeah kenny
1: ended up biting <laughs> pock in the same spot that uh ace steel supposedly bit kenny omega in the scrum
0: yep and then immediately afterwards kenny goes to do something pock moves out of the way pushes him up against the ropes and does like the fastest german suplex like that thing oh, snapped God, so hard disgusting. and kenny looked dead Dead. They ended up doing a BTE trigger on Pac's nose not too long after that as well.
1: Really focusing on yeah, that broken nose. broken nose from uh, the last match.
0: Yeah, like a uh, nose guard and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, he got the yeah.
1: Rhodes. Uh, yes, he does. <laughs> somebody else, I think the NBA had it not too long ago.
0: Yeah, but Kevin Durant, yeah, I think. Kenny hit the go to sleep. And speaking of that, I'd like to tell you about a, a little tweet Mr. Omega made to Very Kenta. And he says, thank you, Kenta. Always a good brother. Bullet club for life. Am I right?
1: And if you don't know, Kenta is the individual that came up with the go-to-sleep and is also the individual that CM Punk stole that move from. Who CM Punk
2: was supposed to fight when a forbidden
0: door went down. Apparently, Kenta wanted nothing to do with it.
1: Kenta is not very happy about it. You... Full
2: circle. Well, I mean, the whole idea was,
1: <laughs> you know, he, he invented it and CM Punk populized, populized, ugh, made it popular. Right, and I mean, Kenta kind of a little bit sour about it, understandable, I mean, but this is wrestling, yep, so sometimes
0: you never know, but
1: great match though, really, just an absolute stellar match. I don't know it was if you could expect anything less from these two. No tag no
0: games. let's we didn't mention that the hammer does come back in play here, so Matt Jackson actually grabs that timekeeper's hammer goes to hit...
1: Actually, they had their own hammer, I believe.
0: Well, he w- went to use his hammer on Pac, and Penta grabbed it from him, and Penta had his own hammer That's already. Right. That's right. And hit him over the head, and Death Triangle are now up. Two-0, two
1: yeah. Two-zip. Interesting zip. dynamic going in, especially the Elite being not the underdog, I guess, even though uh, sure. Death Triangle is the champion. It's good. I, still be- I-, I think that they're doing this because everybody expects the Elite to just show up. And- right rule ass and beat everybody and win and they're really trying to push forward like no, they're 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 wrestlers just like everybody else and they're gonna be losing. You know? So it's great. I love
0: it. The next match will be on the next dynamite and we'll see what interesting things they come with come up with to do next because wow, this is just like a story to be told. Oh yeah. So interesting. There's the story with obviously the elite just hyping up, just wow, we're fuck CM Punk, here we are, we're back. Right. And then the whole hammer thing with Pack and Death Triangle and what's all going on with that? There's like two solid storylines going mm-hmm. right now and they're intertwining, telling its own story. I can't wait to see how this pans out. Now, unbelievable.
1: I gotta ask the question though. Yeah. And it, it's only because it's relevant right now with all of the references, not only that the elite made that AEW has made. Do you think that there's any possible way that this backstage brawl is a work?
2: I
0: said from the beginning that I thought it was. And then over time I was like, I don't know, this seems legit. And I'm right back to where I started. How interesting would this be? It comes down to basically, it feels like hockey. It comes down to game seven. Mm Mm-hmm. We're in California. We're on home turf. Three. To
1: three. It doesn't. The past. Six of course. Games don't matter at all. Of all, course. It comes down to this top. This to last this game.
0: important
2: win, mm. and the elite lose because CM Punk comes out and distracts everybody.
1: I like it. I could see them doing it.
0: Everybody would be like, "Holy always- shit!" They—that's the ultimate work. I've always got us. I
1: never—I never understood why they don't get behind the idea that the fourth wall is broken. Mm -hmm. The idea that I can go on Twitter and I can find out, or I can look at Kenny Omega talking to Kenta, in you know, over Twitter about something that CM Punk has something to do with. You right? Like I can go on there and I—you can manipulate that because you can sit down with enough people and be like, okay, we're going to bring back this former women's champion but we're not going to tell anyone we're going to tell person a b c d and f and it's the only people that need to know short of the people in the office that are right. running the paperwork you run it like that to where no one knows you exactly that you've got kenny omega you've got the young bucks a steel cm punk and tony kong they're all sitting in the room kayfaber not, and larry whether those are the larry, only ones that know whether, and and a steel's wife and whether Whether it was a legitimate issue, you sit down and be like, all right, guys, we need to figure this out. You said these things. Let's do it. Because we've
0: heard nothing from CM Punk, by the way. Only CM Punk's party.
1: Right. And they're all hiding behind the legality thing of it. But now we've got. But now we know that that's bullshit because. Referencing it. We have the announcers referencing it. Yes. Kenny Omega bit Pac. Taz mentioned (laughs) something. Or it might have been Shivani. It was Taz. Of, oh, almost like a dog bite.
2: Yeah, and, and he, he said sometimes things, you got to
1: like,
0: bite
2: in the I'll, fight. Like, like Yeah,
1: <laughs> it, it's, it's just the, similar, or the, the, the coincidences are too – just there's too much. Absolutely, they, so they, it feels like it feel, could absolutely oh yeah. happen. And I would love that. I would love to see a company I finally hope take advantage of the idea that people think that they know what's going uh-huh. on. We do this podcast twice a week, and we think we know what's going on. We, we do this podcast because we feel like we have a good grip On the idea of what is going on in wrestling. Right. But I would love, I would love to sit here and eat my words and be entertained for an, for an evening. Just be like, it's when William Regal. I was going to say it was William Regal
0: all over again. I was like, holy shit. They got me. No
1: one. I don't think I ever heard a single and anybody who says that they'd said something that they thought that that was going to happen in the end is a fucking liar. No one saw that coming no. that he was going to slide them. Brass it reminded
0: me of Revolution when Wardlow couldn't find the dynamite diamond ring. It was like reminiscent of that all over again, but the reverse. It, it, it you was were just, just like, so "Oh my god, Wardlow's not going to help him here." So good, but then slid it over to CM Punk, who ended up winning with it. It it reminds me of when
1: The Rock ended up siding with the authority back in. Like okay, yeah, like it was one of those like, "It's the Rock, hell yeah." What What
0: is he doing? Now I'm not what? supposed to like him, yeah, but like, you can't help deal. it. Like,
1: it's just so good. It's so
0: good. It was such a good storyline then. But um, Next match we had was... Uh... Before, before we oh. talk about the actual match itself, I want to take a moment to talk about something interesting that they've been addressing slightly, oh, yeah. See, but yeah, finally this part. goes through. Okay, so basically, Thunder Rose has been out for, I don't even know, a long time at this point. Too long. She was the a w women's champion she was injured she's been out for a while we've talked about it a lot on the podcast tony khan had a conversation with thunder rosa and she came to an agreement she said for the women of AEW that she was going to relinquish her championship and that officially renee announced this made jamie hater the AEW women's champion and I'm getting, like, choked up. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And mm-hmm. instantly I'm like, that fucking blows for Tony Storm, who had it and lost it. But they actually later on in the night mentioned that they were going to make it proactive because Thunder Rosa relinquished it. And Tony Storm was going to go down in yep, the history books as, as a- the champion. And I think that was a really good call oh, on, their, on, their, uh, on their end. Because oh, yeah. they could have just let that go. But that was the right thing to do. She does come out. Uh, on rampage and talk which i'm assuming is about that yeah, yeah. good call really happy this is a such a fucking huge push for jamie hater
1: oh who, it, everybody's uh, gotten behind her in the past
0: months ago just nobody like knew about her i knew she was in nxt uk um but there just wasn't a lot talking about her and then right. she just thought man it just took few weeks for me to fall in love with her because at first i was just like what is this i've talked about it before she had like sebastian bach hair it was weird um now first either i just absolutely love her she's got the look she's got the personality she's really embodying a good champion ah tony do this one right right do this one right right let's get a good reign for a champion and uh there was like a weird three-way tag match as far as like three uh Women's tag team coming together for a match that they didn't originally announce. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was just to show off how good Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter were.
1: I don't know because that's what happened. Yeah, it just it it, it felt pointless. It was like, good. It was, it was good super match. fast paced. There were some it was great match, wrestlers. I felt like it love was, Willow, love Sky Blue. I felt like it was Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker was the focus on everything, and they wrestled primarily. Anna J, and Time Mello. Mm-hmm. And then there was just Willow and Sky Blue were there for flavor. Yep. And I don't I don't really know why we did this. I would have much rather seen uh, a, a a number one contender match for the women's title. I would have rather seen uh, a little bit more storyline pushed with even with Sky Blue or Willow or somebody other than who literally just won the title. Sure.
0: Oh, or Tony Storm coming out and confronting her and asking her for a a glorified you know rematch. He deserves that.
1: Yeah, it just it just felt like this was. I don't know if they were just trying to showcase more women on the show in one match. Yeah, you know, kind of felt like that. Your buck, but I feel like it kind of fell flat because there was no purpose to this match. Just random three, and I I mean I feel that way about all almost all three. Way, tag matches. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like the point of it unless it's for a number one contendership of a tag title. Yep. Which and the women's division in AW doesn't have that. Right. Actually, there is no, there is no aid or there's no women's tag team titles right no. now. No. In NXT, I think is the only one that has tag titles right yeah. now for women, which is sad.
0: I got to agree with you there. Something that was interesting next up was we cut to the back again with Lexi Nair and Top Flight and FTR are both standing there which instantly, hello, hype, super hype, right. love all four of them. Basically, they were just praising each other. Um, Dax just spoke heavily about how much he just loved Top Flight. He was happy Darius was back, has been keeping an eye on them, and is super excited about their, you know, what's going to happen with them. But Darius kind of turned to Dax and was like, I, we really appreciate this, but that's not why we're here. Yep, We're here to challenge you for the ROH Tag Team Championship.
1: Yeah, which I'm excited wow. for for on Rampage. So Friday night we will watch uh, Top Flight taking on FTR for their ROH Tag Team Champions, which I think is the first time they've defended them since they defended them at uh, Final. Was it Final Battle? Final no, Battle. that's the
0: one that's coming up. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking of uh, whatever one they they wrestled uh, the Briscoes. Briscoes. Yep. So that hasn't really been a thing, but now all of a sudden that they're they're challenging for that. So I thought That's that was exciting.
1: really fun. They also announced that uh Anthony Hendry will be taking on God.
2: Uh Darby Allen.
1: Darby Allen, thank you. Oh yeah. my god. Dead air. Yeah. Nobody likes dead air. Uh but then shortly after that we had the main event. Oh no, I'm sorry. I let me take that back. We had a segment with the acclaimed.
0: Because why not?
1: Because they're the acclaimed and It's the acclaimed. Everyone
0: loves the acclaimed. Yeah, it is. It's It's acclaimed every Wednesday. And this was so it was a cheap pop. Oh yeah,
1: one hundred percent. Just a time filler. They came out. Billy Ass ended up taking the bandages off his hands, and it's a Thanksgiving miracle. He's all better. And even though they were interrupted by Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh, uh, they basically told him to kick rocks. Uh, there was a TNA
0: sucks chant.
1: There was a TNA sucks chant. Jeff Jarrett came out and t- came out and take talk shit on on the Tron. Like I said, Billy Ass basically said, "Shut the fuck up." Took his bandages off, and we've saw the first yeah, scissor me daddy ass. He said, "Scissor
0: me daddy ass," which is confusing because he's daddy ass. He's talking but that's about okay. himself
1: in third person. Yeah, yeah, I do that.
0: Yeah, the Rock says, you know, the Rock's now. Thank you as we as we roll on into now what is the t- now the main event. the main event and. Boy, did we not disappoint here. We talked about some heavy hits earlier in, in the night with Ricky Starks and Ethan Page. The main event for the night was Chris Jericho versus Hero uh, Ishii
1: Stone Pitbull.
0: And this, like I said, was heavy hitting. There legitimately was a spot. You know how they do the uh, restaurant quality picture and picture. Right. They haven't said that in a while, but you know. They always do that spot and they do the picture in picture, which is cool. A lot of times there's just like super distracting, like commercials. They hit you with some food right. or something, you just get lost. At any rate, there was an entire commercial segment. So it was probably what, like two minutes? Yeah. Where back and forth, Ishii and Jericho just, just did chop for chop for chop
1: it was, for chop. It was like, it was bad. It was like a slaughterhouse.
0: It was awful, and Chris Jericho was literally bleeding he from the chest. He split
1: his chest open from chops because they just kept him sitting doing the same one over and over and over again, and he kept coming back for more. And I mean, he was—we were watching the picture-in-picture, picture and I'm like, "Yo, he is pouring blood. There was blood all over the mat." Yeah, Mark insane. thought he bladed
2: at one point.
1: I thought he was bleeding from his head, and then I, you know, he turned, and I'm like, "That's blood coming from his chest."
0: Yeah, and Ishii was still smacking him so hard after he was bleeding that it cut over to him, and his blo- his face was splattered mm-hmm. in Chris Jericho's there was blood, blood everywhere from Ishii slapping him, had him so blood hard.
1: All over the outside of his forearm on his palm. Uh huh. It was a mess.
0: Uh, Chris Jericho straight spiked Ishii on the apron.
1: Oh, and that God. was. A n-
0: that was, that was like cell of the goddamn year. If,
1: if he would have fallen fell on the ground and been dead, I wouldn't have been surprised.
0: <laughs> it was insane.
1: You've seen like uh, uh, Shawn Michaels sell a Stone Cold Stunner. Uh huh. Where he goes up on top so of his head. Good. There's that photo of him being like perfectly straight up. Uh huh. Ishii, that's how he, he did that. Like, yeah, it's how Ishii looked like on the apron after a pile driver.
0: Yeah. He pretty much had no neck. No, has no I mean, neck. That so. neck
1: has this, so. That's probably the only thing that saved him. It was, yeah, I think it, it saved his life. the apron.
0: But holy crap. There was literally. Two parts here and Excalibur always says it 2.999. There were two parts in this night that were absolutely insane that I thought it was over and done with. One being Chris Jericho hit a code breaker thought mm-hmm. it was it and then Ishii also hit a code yeah, breaker around and, and I thought one. that absolutely was it.
1: I really did. Like I was the same way. I, I was convinced that Ishii just hit the move of the night and was pinning
0: Jericho. I couldn't believe it. It was just such an incredible match. Jericho kicked out? Chris Jericho ended up putting the walls of Jericho on Ishii, no. and then turned it into the lion okay, tamer. I was gonna say, yeah, you got it. Yeah, me.
1: but uh, again, won another Ring of Honor World Championship match.
0: Yep, clean. Ishii. By the way, was a former TV champ, so that's right. what uh, made him eligible for this match. And but
1: he made he won another world title match. What Queen. a rain with honor. He he's what a he's rain. Doing, it's great. I love it. I love That's every
0: doing. time he finishes with somebody else. I'm like, who's next? I know. I can't wait to hear who's next. You got to give it to Chris Jericho. Every week he comes out and just absolutely performs. Oh yeah, Bandito, just unbelievable. This great one match. here, uh, unbelievable. I'm I'm still waiting for Christopher Daniels.
1: Well, next week we will find out when or probably who's he's gonna wrestle next because he will be speaking at Rampage. Yes. Uh, we're also going to have Tony Storm, like you said, is going to be speaking next week. Yep. Uh, we have Karo
0: Sheet is going to be in action.
1: Yep. We have the ROH Tag Team Championships between uh, FTR and Top Flight, like we talked about earlier.
0: Again, uh, Darby Allen and Anthony Henry.
1: And then we also have...
0: Our boys, Butcher and the Blade and Roosh.
1: Versus the Dark Order, and I believe it's going to be Evil Uno, John Silver, and uh, Alex Alex Reynolds. Reynolds
0: phenomenal let's and keep all these guys relevant
1: we are seeing the end of 10 in the dark order
0: yeah what are they gonna do have them be friends with Rouge?
1: i don't know but you know me i'm all about 10 where 10 goes i go
0: oh man johnny johnny hungy we don't even get me started johnny Hungy's is my boy and wherever the meat man goes i follow also butch and blade they, well, they're I meat am, men too i
1: am partial for big meaty men myself
0: they are the meat men as well but and that, I think that's going to that it. <laughs> will do it
1: for we've we have run well into the time that I didn't think we'd ever run yep. into, but that's okay. And although this
0: is not really like a, a good holiday to celebrate, I really hope you enjoyed it with your family. Uh, we have to take the time to be thankful today, and honestly, I'm really super thankful to all of you that listen. Uh, there's just a steady amount of people, even in different countries, that have been listening to us. All yep. of a sudden, we have a bunch of Japanese followers, I don't know what's going on. But this is just phenomenal and I really appreciate you all for listening to us ramble about our opinions about stuff that may or may not happen. But although I'm giving myself a pat
2: on the back, I was right about Ricky.
1: Oh, 100%. 100%. And I'll have to I'll have to go back and find that audio file. Thank you. Um, but thank you all for listening. Uh I do have one thing one thing to request of everybody if you're listening on uh Spotify or uh Apple Music I've been calling it iTunes which shows you how out of touch I am with <laughs> music. Um do us a favor, go on each one of your respective apps and give us a five-star rating, uh say something nice. It Please. helps, it really does help us get noticed more and yes. the more interaction we get from people,
0: the algorithm,
2: uh, the you The algorithm
1: know? helps out. Uh we you know, obviously follow us at CAW Wrestling Pod for everything we tweet about. During Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, and Rampage, we also tell you when we have new episodes, which is usually the beginning and the end of the regular business week. But you know, we're only human; we can sometimes. Well, sometimes we'll do just in one, one giant show. Um, but thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, and follow me at a Bacon Party on Twitter.
1: Follow me at Gunk Dudley. Apparently, if you're. Japanese you should be following me because I've had like an influx of about 16 Japanese individuals following me. which Super cool. The more the merrier. I don't care. I please. Don't, please. By all means. I, I don't know how you understand what the hell I'm saying. I don't either but, but go for thanks it. Thanks
0: again and uh, tell
1: your friends thanks for listening. Four
0: games. Oh wait that's right. Regal's not there anymore.
1: No. No. Yeah.